Grab some tea, get comfy, and get ready to kiki with Kariatu as we figure out how to laugh at the past, learn lessons in the present, and live for our future while loving every part of the process. Hey y'all, it's Kariatu and you're tuned in to season four of Crown Convos. Now y'all know four is my favorite number, so I had to come and bring y'all some heat. So we have some beautiful special guests this season. I'm super excited. The theme is Queen, standing for keeping women empowered and encouraged through networking. So I found, I think, the most beautiful network in the world, and that is HBCU Queens. So I have former HBCU Queens, four of them, because, I mean, four is the best number if you didn't catch that the first time. Um, and who better to kick this off? off than Miss Diamond Mangrum. Oh my gosh, y'all. Yes, the 85th. Like the with two E's and all caps, okay? So I'm going to let her go ahead and introduce herself. Well, first of all, I would just like to say that I'm honored to be on this podcast. This is literally a dream come true. I mean, <laughs> it's just an iconic podcast. But as you said, my name is Diamond Mangrum. Um, I am a senior double majoring in biological engineering and applied mathematics, a fifth year senior. I'm graduating this September, y'all. I'm almost out. <laughs> and I had the honor of serving as the 85th Miss North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University. I'm from Prince George's County, Maryland, just like Kariatsu, period. And I'm just really excited to be here. Yeah, did y'all hear that? I don't think y'all caught some of that stuff. Like, Thank double you. major. What's the du- double major in what exactly? I think I need you to repeat that for the people. <laughs> um, I just said biological engineering and applied mathematics. Yes. Oh my, y'all, like, if that ain't GOAT, I don't know what it is. And then on top of that, she's from Pretty Girl County. This alone is the reason why you have to listen to the rest of this podcast. So let's get <laughs> right into asking Diamond some of these questions. Y'all already know my four pillars are live, laugh, learn, love. So that's exactly what we're going to be doing throughout this episode and all of those to come. So my first question for you, Miss Mangrum, is I want you to describe your journey to becoming an HBCU queen. That can include your campaign process, former positions, whatever. Okay, um, definitely. So when I came into A&T as a freshman, um, a lot of people can tell you from my high school, I was not, I guess nobody from my high school would expect that I would, you know, one day became, become Miss North Carolina A&T State University because I was very quiet in high school. But one mm-hmm. of the things that I wanted to reinvent myself in and coming to college was like, come on, Dom, you got to break out of your shell, you know, but what you aspire to be in life and to do in life, you, you're you going to have to talk to people. You're going to have to be social, so social. And I knew that it was within me because it's something I wanted to do. It was kind of like I was just letting fear drive my actions up to that point. So when I came to A&T, um, I was trying to figure out how to get involved. And I remember at orientation, um, mm-hmm. one of the like Aggie success leaders was like, you should really run for this freshman. And I was like, what's that? Like, <laughs> I didn't know what that was at all. And so I remember, like, you know, asking, like, what that was, and, you know, I got a little rundown about it. But then um, I was like, okay, that may be too much. So I'm going to just run for freshman class vice president, mm-hmm. and I lost. But that experience and painting for the first time, like, I was able to meet so many people just from that experience of running for freshman class vice president. And I really met a lot of, like, my friends that literally lasted throughout my whole collegiate career. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, I, I really also kind of um, developed like this 
passion for Student Government Association because through that experience, I was introduced to what Student Government Association did. And so I felt like I was going to start getting involved with, um, like, you know, smaller organizations. So I did, like, I landed up the Honor Society, American mm-hmm. Society of Agricultural and Biological Engineers, and um, so just some other things to get my foot in the door and start those e-boards. And then I eventually felt really led to run for Miss Junior. And then in Miss Junior, I never really thought about running for Miss A&T. And while I was Miss Junior, I just really saw the potential to really impact not just the East Greensboro community, but like my university and my environment. And I really was scared to do it at first, to be honest, because watching Jada um, and serving on her court, I recognized even then that Miss A&T is no joke. And I really did not think that I was up for it. Um, but I think eventually I just, I had to stick to that commitment I had made when I first came to college. Like, I'm not going to let fear draw my actions. Mm-hmm. And I went for it and I had the honor of like competing in my first pageant and winning that and then being elected by the student body. And it's really just been a life changing experience. Oh, yes. Listen, let me tell y'all. I know a little bit about High School Diamond because we both cheered. So, you know, you have that sideline competition and all that good stuff. But um, when we got to college, I remember Diamond's campaigning is top tier. If you go to A&T, then you know. I just want y'all to know that this Diamond that y'all hearing talking about how she was shy, you would have never thought. She had rap. She had paraphernalia. Okay, she got she had t-shirts with her name on it. Everything was lit. So I just want to tell y'all that if y'all ever want to see how a campaign should be run, y'all need to ask Diamond for some of her archives, okay? Because it was amazing and you've done so much. So I'm so glad that you were able to be our Miss 85th. Um, you're so welcome. My next question for you is, are there any lifestyle adjustments you had to make in order to fulfill your duties to the best of your abilities? Definitely. Um, I mean, I guess the most obvious one would be my time management skills. Miss A&T is a huge um, commitment, time commitment, mental um, <laughs> energy commitment. So many things. It's like I had to come in. I believe when I thought that I knew what was ahead, you have no idea until you're actually in the thick of it. Mm. And I realized that my time management was terrible because that was a huge adjustment for me. Um, like you said, I'm a double major. And then I was deciding to take on literally probably the highest district besides SGE president. And then having that like responsibility to serve my students and the alumni. And then also having to manage my money. So being mm. able to schedule in time where I was going to eat, where I was going to take naps, when I was going to study, when I was going to go to teacher, study office hours. All of that was a lot for me. And I think that the biggest lifestyle adjustment was like my time management and just really making schedules literally every day. It's something that I still use today. Like I literally make a schedule from Mm -hmm. the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep and leave in time for like naps, when I'm going to eat, when I'm going to take a break, when I'm going to leave slack time because I know I'm not going to focus. I'm going to be on Instagram or something. (laughs) Like literally those type of like tactics were huge lifestyle changes that really started with Miss A&T and they really helped me even now. Wow. Okay. That sounds like a lot within itself. So my next question for you is, what was the best and worst part of serving as Miss North Carolina a and um, I guess I'll start with the worst part so I can end on a good note. Um, <laughs> the, the worst part about serving as Miss a and was um, the lack of money. So I think 
people really don't understand. Like, I know I keep saying it, but people really don't understand the time commitment that Miss A&T is. Um, so much so that while serving as Miss A&T, it's very hard to have a job. Like, I was an RA for the past two years, and so when I became Miss A&T, I wasn't able to, you know, resume that job. Mm-hmm. And so not really having um, that extra form of income was mm-hmm. really harsh, especially because we at A&T, we have to pay for it literally everything that we wear um and that is a lot because we are literally called upon for whether it's chancellor's events or like practices or Mm -hmm. anything interviews at any time during the week and you need to be ready you know you're representing your student body and i'm i'm gonna be be honest like some people will say i mean that means just wear whatever you want no (laughs) we receive criticism okay Uh, alumni do not hold their mouths for anything (laughs) and so it's really just a lot of um it's really a high, um, wait, what's the word I'm going for? Expectation? Really, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to sometimes like, maintain those expectations when you already know that you're lacking in funds, but then you also want to make your student make your student body and your, your university proud. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was probably the worst thing, the stress associated with, you know, always having to perform at tip-top level even on those that the days when like maybe you weren't having a bad day or maybe you failed a test and mm-hmm. i'll be walking across campus like wanting to cry and somebody's <laughs> like hey mom and then if you don't say if you're not like chippering like you always are people are like oh see she got an attitude and like people can sometimes be so quick to like make assumptions or take things mm-hmm. personal when when they don't realize like you said we are human too and we have bad days but i really try my best not to um, even though if I wasn't having a good day, not affect, not making other people's bad days. Um, you know what Tabitha says? She says, and if you, if you can't have a bad one, don't go messing on nobody else. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll really try to do that. Like, I really made that a point. Through, like, even now, I always made that a point. Like, even if I wasn't having a bad day, I'm not going to ruin that for somebody else's. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I think the worst part was just not having money. <laughs> and, um just always feeling the need to like live up to heightened expectations gotcha. um the best part though was definitely the network of people that i've met um a&t within itself is enough to motivate me i would do it again all over just because i literally have the opportunity to serve the best student body in the world without a doubt um mm-hmm. but even the network with like other hbc's um students and like royalty and sgas um being able to go to conferences and meet them and really develop lasting friendships with them, that was definitely the best part. Um, all the people I was able to meet and connect with and network with, I think that that was literally um, priceless. Priceless, yes. That just, <laughs> all the shameless plugs in this episode, y'all. Diamond is also a part-time YouTuber, okay? We ain't gonna say full-time because we both know how that YouTube stuff get real. It gets one real. Day. <laughs> one day, one day. It gets real, real quick. But yes, y'all go check that out as well. All her social media stuff is gonna be under our post so you can make sure you go check out her socials and all of that good stuff. And thank you for sharing that. I feel like that was definitely a lot. And we're probably gonna tap more into that with some of the other questions we have. But before we do that, question number four, y'all know I had to make it juicy. So brace yourself <laughs> a little bit. So. <clears throat> oh no. What was the most interesting rumor you heard about yourself during your time as Miss Auntie? Um, the most interesting rumor? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know if this is the most interesting, but this is the one that I heard literally from the day, literally <laughs> even before. 
everybody thought that me and Armani were like we went out and I don't know <laughs> I mean I can't say I don't know why but like guys I just I felt like that was a reach even after we've been telling time and time again that that was just not that was just not the case at all it's just never been the case at all um but I mean I'm not gonna say I couldn't see why people said that me and Armani are very close to the day but that was, I don't know if that's interesting enough. No, that, that's let me tell y'all, that right there is interesting enough if you go to A&T. If you don't, you can just use your imagination. They look like husband and wife. Like, they called coronation their wedding day. So, I feel like it was very, it, <laughs> what made it interesting is their personalities. If you know them personally, they're very outgoing individuals. Diamond, you can see, look at her and see it. Armani, you have to know him to know. But the two of them together was a force. Like, they played on that rumor forever. They would take pictures on purpose. They would write little captions on purpose. It was so no, that was funny. That it was, was funny. so funny. I don't know if you remember on Twitter when um somebody had said something like something to Armani like that's why you single now and then mm-hmm. was, so um, I was in the room with Armani and she was like dang I can't let him I can't let him do me like this I was like okay you good y'all go ahead and so he posted a picture of me and him and was like um I don't forgot what he said but it was something like some juicy caption and everybody went crazy like to this mm-hmm. day people still think that we were serious I'm like wow, um. in the room like we were literally playing with y'all. And yeah, all these people like um, DM. Oh, I'm not going to expose him, but all these girls like <laughs> me, like thinking I'm trying to steal his man, her, their man. I'm like, y'all, I promise y'all, y'all can have our money. Like, it's just not like that. But that was really funny. We really enjoyed playing with the student body because they swore up and down that they knew something that was just completely false. Listen. But I mean, I'm gonna let them think what they want to think. Cause you know what that boy said? You in my business? Don't do that. Don't do that. that. Exactly. So you see, I was going to give you a little bit more time before I took it there. But now that we on the topic, we're going to get even juicier. So were you in a relationship during your time as queen? If so, did your role affect your relationship in any way? If not, was it easier or more difficult to date and meet new people? You just jump right to it. That was a lot. That was a lot, Karen. Okay. I can break it down for you if you need me to, child. <laughs> like, was I in a relationship? Hmm. Hmm. Oh, Lord. It sounded like entanglement <laughs> to me. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, this is a funny question. I mean, define relationship. Define relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, but on all seriousness, um, no, I was not in an official relationship during Miss A&T mm-hmm. because, Ooh. um, but no, that's not because. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was not in an official relationship during my reign as Miss A&T, but I did find that it was actually pretty weird that, like, it was a lot of people who, like, seemed to really... I don't know, for lack of better words, like, I don't know. You know how they say that some people are, like, attracted to, like, positions, like, leadership, quality, yes. I don't know. Yes. And I, I remember being like, we've gone to the same institution for four years. Like, you never expressed <laughs> interest, you know? But, um, yeah, I really, to be honest, I really did not have time to, for any relationships. And, like I said, I was already struggling to juggle my academics and Miss A&T because I took Miss A&T very seriously and I mm-hmm. um, 
I really made sure that I did not let my student body down and that I was able to like do everything that I had promised to do. And so that was my number one priority. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> okay, so what I got from that was people try to, you know, press up when they see that you got a, a nice little position. Okay, keep that in mind, y'all. Keep that in mind. <laughs> um, so my next question is tied towards relationships in all capacities, meaning significant others, friends, and family, alumni, professors, whoever. So did the dynamic of any of your relationships change during your time as Miss Auntie? If so, how? Um... From my perspective, I don't think that the dynamic of my relationships really changed only because the people who I consider my close friends, like the people who I know, you know, I know that they, they're writers. Like, I don't have any, I don't have to doubt them. Mm-hmm. Um, that was solid before, during, and after. And I don't think that Miss A&T, or I was going to let Miss A&T alter that anyway. Mm-hmm. And because my people are so solid I I really never thought that I would alter their or change the way that they operate as well so I really want to say in terms of like my friendships or like family my family was extremely proud Mm -hmm. um but I think that one thing I'm so grateful for in terms of like my family they always are are proud of everything I don't I didn't feel like Miss A&T was like oh she finally did something right it was like they always let me know that they're proud of whatever it is I'm doing because really they made it clear that as long as I'm doing what makes me happy, they're proud. So I feel like that taking that pressure out of the situation really will allow me to really be free and to really make the most of the experience because I didn't have that pressure from family or like those expectations from my family and my loved ones because it was already enough pressure coming from, you know, people I didn't yeah. know. It really lessened that load by being so supportive. Um, like I said, even when I was, you know, lacking in funds, just supporting <laughs> <laughs> my Miss A&T fun. Um, so I would definitely say that, no, I don't think it really, the dynamics of my relationships changed. Um, professors, my professors did not care at all about Miss <laughs> Then I would be like, yo, I have to go to the, I have to go to the National Black College on my how to pay pageant. They'd be like, okay, well, your work is done. <laughs> y'all don't care. Y'all are just so insistent. You better work on that bus, child. <laughs> yeah, so for the most part, um, like I said, besides, you know, a few people that, I can't even say that. And for the most part, the dynamic of my relationships, because I really don't take lightly friendships. Mm-hmm. So maybe associates, I mean, but I wasn't really checking for them. But, you know, <laughs> like my friends, I knew that they were solid. So that didn't change. That is so good and such a blessing. I remember, I always got a short story for, for something Diamond say. I remember we were at, um, <laughs> it was the weekend of one of the pageants, like the big one. What is it called? National Black College of Hall of Fame. Okay, yes. It was that weekend. I remember um, we were at a friend's birthday dinner and Diamond was in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. Diamond was in Atlanta. And Bree, shout out Bree, um, was sitting next to me at the dinner. And I remember Diamond calling her and watching Bree just pray over Diamond through the phone. And that right there melted my heart entirely. Like, I recorded and everything. I was like, this is what you call real and pure. I remember the moment that we found out that you won. And just everyone's natural reactions. I feel like when you're a light in this life, which Diamond definitely is, you're going to receive all of that love back tenfold. So if y'all don't take nothing away from anything we say, don't start because you know I'm going to start. If y'all 
y'all don't take nothing away from this particular episode, even though I know you do, take this. Do good onto others and good will be done onto you. Like, I believe that wholeheartedly, but watching people like Diamond just shows me that that is so true. She's one of God's favorites because she puts him first and she shows that. She wears that on her shoulder proudly. She does good to people. You'll never hear something negative. Y'all see the rumor question was supposed to be juicy. She ain't even had nothing to say because <laughs> don't nobody try her because they know. They know. So I just want y'all to just keep that in mind as you're doing your daily activities, not just in these positions of power, but just in life, period. Some people, they'll campaign a certain way and then they'll get a position and it'll be like, that's the same girl I voted for. But with Diamond, I think everybody on ANT's campus and beyond can attest to the fact that what you see is what you get and what you get is quality. So I just wanted to put that out there or whatever, y'all, because if nobody it's real. Me proud, it's scary, y'all should have me proud. Do not stop. You always do this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, let me ask a question. Let me ask a question. Okay. 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 So what are some <laughs> what are some sacrifices you had to make to your personal life due to your position? Like things you like to do that you can't really do no more and stuff like that. Um, okay, I'm trying to get myself together. Was not having an internship for the summer of 2019. I had actually had two offers mm. with two like Fortune 500 companies, and I was really interested in working with them. And I had prayed for Miss Ant. I had prayed for this opportunity, yeah. you know, to win. And when I had won, I felt like I wouldn't be—I would be selling my university short. And if you know me. That is something, that's the last thing I wanted to do, especially after yeah. I had already prayed. I felt like, how ungrateful would that be to not even take advantage of the full role because you are pursuing, your 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 mind is split. And so me deciding not to do that internship was really hard for me because I was like, well, what is this going to mean for my like my career, my post-grad life, and da 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 but really, and I feel like it, I made the right decision because, like I said, the exposure that I got from my position in this A&T and really all of the, a lot of people don't know, a lot of the planning for the year happens in the summer. Yeah. Not a lot. All of the planning for the year happens yeah. in the summer. We literally plan coordination in the summer. I plan all my initiatives. I plan my calendar. We even had a summer calendar, but I was able to be so thorough in my like planning because I chose my university over that internship opportunity and yeah. I know a lot of people a lot of people did a lot of people told me not me you're crazy like Miss <laughs> A&P is, is short-lived like nobody's going to care about that but re- just recently I had an interview I'm going to say the company well I just had well I had an interview <laughs> with somebody it was really let's, I'm going to just give y'all a hint it was the aerospace company okay it was NASA y'all okay <laughs> <laughs> I had an interview with them and I was going, you know, he was asking me, I, I was going on and on about my research and everything. And he said, you know what I'm really interested in hearing about? 
um, your experience was Miss AT. Like, what was mm-hmm. that? And in that moment, he doesn't even know that my interview doesn't even know. But in that moment, I felt like it was such a full circle moment because while I was mm-hmm. going on and thought that he would only care about my, you know, my academic career and mm-hmm. my internships, he was interested in Miss AT, and he was highly impressed. He literally said after I had. You know, gave my spill about what, everything I had done as Miss A&T. He said, that's the kind of people that we want. Those are the type of people that we yeah. need because we need those people with leadership potential and ability to really relate to or oversee a large group of um, sectors but still mm-hmm. be able to contribute. And I feel like you've shown like that through your role as Miss A&T and you've had the opportunity to do that in leadership. And I was like, wow, like that's such a full circle moment for me. So I think that was a huge sacrifice, but in the end, it really... I know I've kind of dragged on this question, but I, that was a huge <laughs> sacrifice, but I feel like it really um, benefited me in the end, and I don't regret anything at this point. That was perfect, because that's the just epitome of putting faith over fear. Like... Yes. That's exactly what that was. Like, you know, when people hear sacrifices, they think, oh, I can't believe I did this. And they look back and it's something that they might regret or whatever the case is. But the full circle moment right there was your justification. Like that was what you needed to know that, okay, I did the right thing. Of course, like throughout your matriculation, you know, you knew you were doing the right thing. You served your university well, but in the back of your head, it was like, dang, there's always like that. What if now I feel like that? What if is probably lifted from your spirit because NASA, like sis, <laughs> and he cared about little Miss AT. You feel me? So I love that for you. My next question, actually, funnily, or funnily is that a word? I don't know. We are gonna make it a word today. It can be a word. <laughs> so looking, it be a word. <laughs> it's gonna be a word. Who gonna check us? Nobody. <laughs> so looking back, is there anything at all that you would do differently? Definitely. Um. Um, I think I kind of got the hang of it um, halfway through my reign. Mm-hmm. But when I first started my reign as Miss A&T, I was very self-conscious. It was almost like I was so intense on making everyone happy mm-hmm. that I was so sensitive to the slightest thing that could, was going wrong. Mm-hmm. And I remember like going to the King and Queens Conference in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And I had been the previous year as Miss New Year. And like it was so hot, so I knew I couldn't wear my natural hair. And you know me, Carrie, I do. I don't, I don't <laughs> like how wigs look on my head. Like I never like how wigs look. And I just remember being like, I can't wear my regular hair. Like what am I gonna do? And just in an effort to try to like please, because I knew everybody else, everybody else's hair was gonna be nice. Like I wore this wig, and Carrie, it was the ugliest wig oh ever. God. But it was like, but it was like I just wanted to make, I just wanted everything to be right. And it was just like yeah. if I didn't do this, and it was gonna, I wasn't gonna look like a real queen, and I was gonna look childish. I was yeah. overthinking everything. So when it comes to things that I would do differently, I would have developed that mindset that I kind of got later on, like when school started and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. you are placed in this position for a unique reason. You're not trying to be anybody else but not me. You know, yes. and I really had to talk to God about that. And he really had to give me shit, like, take a chill pill. <laughs> you know, like, take a chill pill. Like, be yourself mm-hmm. because that's what brought you here. That's why I placed you here. And so I felt like that was, I know a lot of people probably like, that's nothing. But and for me, <laughs> it was really a case of overthinking, even probably some imposter syndrome in there, just trying to be, yeah. live up to something, some figment of my imagination that I made up. Yeah. And so if I did it again, I would just have that attitude of just being free and having fun um, from the very beginning. Um, and thankfully, I, you know, I got the hang of it by the time school started and stuff like that. But I feel like it would have made my summer even more enjoyable than it already was. Gotcha. 
Okay, so as we are coming to a close, my last question for you is, what is some advice you would give to a young woman vying to be the miss of their university? Some advice I would give is to, to go for it. Um, I feel like the biggest thing that even, I guess, would prohibit people from feeling like they could do it, it's like just self-consciousness. And one thing me and my best friend always say is become all, become less conscious of your own human inadequacies and more conscious of God's unlimited capabilities. If it's yes. meant for you, it cannot miss you. It's impossible to miss you. Um, and I think that that's one thing that I, I needed. I had to hold on to every single day that I was meant to be here, you know, that yeah. I was placed here for a specific reason and just holding on to my why and really taking advantage of the opportunity and the platform that you are given um, whether that is just your campaigning period. Um, one of the things that I realized is boy, when God told me to run for Miss A&T, he didn't tell me if I was going to win or not. He just told me to run. I was like, oh, God. Now, he always, like, tell me if I'm going to win. And so he really just showed me that, no, why can't you just use the campaigning period to, you know, be a blessing to others, to, you know, to spread my message. And I was like, okay. And so sometimes it just takes that, you know, just using whatever platform you are given to fulfill mm. your purpose. And that's why my platform was the treasure that lies within. It's happened to the purpose and passion that lies within each and every one of us. And so that's what all, that's basically my advice. I hope that that makes sense. So basically <laughs> just use whatever platform you are given um, to its utmost potential and stay true to who you are. And success has no choice but to follow you. Thank you so much, Diamond. This was such a needed conversation for us, for the people, for the crew, because that's what we call them around here. So from the crew and me to you, thank you so much for joining us on the very first episode of The Best Season, season four. And I hope that everything that you wish for comes to you. I know you're very deserving, so I have no doubt in my mind that you're going to be the baddest astronaut out here, period. And I can't wait to just watch oh. you and be a part of this journey to know you is to love you and I'm sure that everyone listening can agree so if there's anything that you wanted to say now will be the time if not we can go ahead and just sign this on out no I just want to say thank you again Carrie Atu. it is an honor to be on Crown <laughs> like when I say this is a dream I'm not exaggerating okay oh, I look up y'all I look up to Carrie Atu so much like no, literally she thinks I'm like kidding when I say that but she is literally a business mogul. She is a trendsetter. Like she oh, does this, y'all. I literally be like, how do we be like you guys? What do we carry out to do? Like she's probably tired of me. I, every time I have something to do, I'm like, I need your creative vision on this. She's probably tired of that, but she just can keep expecting them because I'm gonna keep sending them. But I just love you so much. You know how I much love you more. I hope you do. I hope you do know how much I love you. And I'm just once again, I'm just so honored. And I can't wait to be on the next. Whatever the next season is, um, I'm expecting <laughs> to be invited back on. So I'm just going to put that <laughs> Yes. Okay. You already stepping in. Oh, my God, Diamond. Now you're going to get me back and have me on here crying. Okay. Listen. Thank you so much. You know I love you more. I think Valentine's Day this year put a stamp on it. Like, we're locked in for life. I just want oh, everybody yeah. to know that. Okay. <laughs> but thank you so much. Have a great rest of your evening. And I can't wait for the next time you're on a podcast. Because we just saved it. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, y'all. Until next time. I have been through so many things. 
but those things have molded me. I have made some mistakes, but those mistakes do not define me. I'm not finished growing. In fact, I have just begun. I'm proud to be me. I love me. I appreciate me. I'm blessed to be me.